Hello everyone, um, how's it going? Hope everyone's doing very well, hope everyone's keeping safe out there. Um, so yeah, it's Wednesday 3rd of June actually. Yeah, it's a bit mad. Um, so this is kind of the first episode in quite a while. It's just uh, me and uh, recording with iPad. Um, no special guests or anything. Uh, we can I think there's a few in the works um, for that. So hopefully those will be coming soon. Um, hope everyone enjoyed the previous lengthy episodes. Let me know um, which you prefer. Uh, if you like just the standard 10-15 minute ones with just me or how you finding the longer versions with the doctors and teachers and lecturers and um, different people and that kind of stuff. So hopefully, um, like I said, hopefully that was enjoyable. Hopefully it helped people a lot. Um, yeah, so kind of since the last time I did one of these where I recorded and uploaded on the same day, uh, it's probably episode... I can't really remember now, right now. Um, I think it was like 23 or something. Uh, let me just have a look and grab the document up. Yeah, so I think it, yeah, it was about 23. Um, and that was 20th of April, I think. So it's a bit, a bit longer than a month. Um, I don't think I introduced myself. Did I introduce myself? Anyway, um, my name is Mohammed, uh, second year medical student here at the University of Leicester. And this is we answer this. Sh- this is a show where sometimes we, sometimes just me, uh, answer questions related to applying for or studying medicine. Um, check us out on Instagram mzl underscore eighteen, uh, or YouTube mzl or you can just search We Answer also on Spotify and all that kind of stuff. Um, also, I have an email now, uh, mo, so just mo dot we answer at gmail, gmail.com. Um, so if anyone has any questions, any thoughts, any feedback, uh, anything you want to chat about, you can reach me on there. And can go from there. Also, um, if you give any questions, just kind of let us know if you want to be like um, anonymized. So if you don't want to say your name or if you want to say your name. Um, so yeah, so like I said, for the last month, um, everything was pretty much pre-recorded. So all the lengthy episodes pre-recorded. Um, the one with Kish, Steve Jakes, Dr. Jacks, I, I don't know, I like messed up his, um, his, uh, how you pronounce his name, <laughs> on the, on the actual one as well, um, but yeah, uh, and then me and Saeed, we did a bit of a, a recap review of the units, all the units that we have throughout the first two years, because the way it's, um, the way the course is set up is that the first two years, you're at uni, pre-clinical years, and then the next three uh, are clinical placement years. So we've kind of finished all the teaching that we have at uni. 
or the theory lectures group work. Um, we do have some, I think, in placement years, but it's the focus isn't on lectures, and the focus is actually interrupting the patients, taking histories, examinations, and that kind of thing. Um, getting used to what it's like in hospital. So since then, it's been Ramadan, which is quite good. Lots of fasting. Um, like I said in I think the last one with Dr. Kenny Samboy, a rheumatologist. Um, check that one out. It's quite interesting guy as well. Um, it's like I said in that one. Um, just try to reduce any kind of extra stuff such as like social media. Got rid of that. Um, no TV, no films or anything. Uh, no books as well. No like fiction books. Um, just try to focus on uh, faith and spirituality that kind of thing. Um, but yeah. I was heavily missing my reading. Um, I'm currently reading Harry Potter um, again. Um, it was on Order of the Phoenix and kind of was halfway through Order of the Phoenix, so I was like really, really missing that. Um, and just Order of the Phoenix, funnily enough, is probably one of the. I think it's the longest out of all of them, even though it's it's like the the fifth book. I think it's like seven hundred plus pages, but the rest um, I finished that couple of days ago and just started Hoffman Prince um, yesterday uh, and actually watched Hood of the Phoenix on the day that I finished reading it as well which is quite good, it's quite interesting to see like um, the differences between them um, the, like I said the book's a huge it's a massive book and so much stuff happens in it but the film's just um, the, the vibe is just a bit is a bit different because um obviously the medium is different so yeah um there's just a lot a lot more that happens in the books and i feel like i just enjoy the books a lot more than than the films um but yeah so yeah kind of done my revision until the last week of ramadan and then last week last week uh was kind of doing other things so volunteering um volunteering on Wednesdays um, with a charity um, a local charity here in Leicester um, then doing some kind of home stuff so like got painting and other stuff to do around the house um, what was I doing actually? Like, I was like organising stuff basically in my room and that kind of a thing um, gonna like go through all my computer files and kind of organise all that kind of stuff because I've just got a bunch of stuff everywhere and it really needs to be kind of really well organised um, just for that kind of future usage I guess um, and then kind of on Thursdays what I want to do is today's Wednesday right so tomorrow on Thursdays what I want to do actually ideally I want to find a job um, I've been looking for jobs since like for the past literally the past month um, just going on Indeed and applying for a bunch of jobs um, obviously got rejected by like a bunch of them um yeah applied for like a cleaning job and they were like no we don't want you um i was trying to someone and they were like yeah you're too you're overqualified for that instead of let's, let's look on the bright side of that kind of situation um which is nice uh but yeah wouldn't mind having a job um but yeah we gotta make the most of it and um try and be try to do stuff that i feel like um that I want to do and I find interesting. So on Thursdays, if I'm if I'm not 
if I don't have a job, which I don't have yet, um, kind of um, do a bit of a movie review, movie breakdown. Um, so last week I watched Arrival. Um, highly recommend it. Uh, didn't even live. His film's on point. Um, so yeah, um, let me know your thoughts on that as well. Um, if that seems like something interesting. Um, but it's just about trying to find clips for the film, and this is like a whole copyright issue. Um, and trying to find the right, the right way of working, and it's. I think it'll take a while, but um, yeah, just a bit of trial and error, and we can we can, hopefully that will come out, as soon as possible. Maybe if not this week, maybe next week. Um, try to do that. Obviously, I've. I basically don't know how to edit, so I'm gonna have to learn teach myself how to edit as well um and then on fridays that's kind of the we answer podcast kind of day um so what i'm planning to do with that is so already we've so last week um make transcripts of um all the podcasts uh, and then make articles based off of that so um the first two are up uh yesterday and i think saturday i put one up saturday was just the intro um Yesterday was kind of, yes. So Saturday was an intro of why I'm starting the podcast, and then yesterday was an intro into me and my background and my route into medicine. So, um, if if you if you guys are more reading people rather than podcast people, or if you know anyone, um, that likes blogs about medicine or whatever, or just likes reading blogs anyway, um, check out my medium. Um, if you go on Instagram, the links are all in the bio as well, or YouTube. But um, let me. I find the actual link as well. So it's just medium.com forward slash at MZ Loga. So if you search Mohammed Loga, my name. Um, yeah, and hopefully get, get those going. Um, so yeah, I don't think I have anything else to add on that. Um, and we can jump into the questions. Um, like I said, give us let me know of some feedback on the show how everyone's finding it i really would like to know that um also a bit interesting uh who actually listens till the end um so like i think maybe of like a code word or something i can't really think of anything um to like message me with a code word or email a code word um trying to think of what to use but um yeah, just like kind of let me know. Um, so we've got a question. Um, I just wanted to know. This is then asking. I just wanted to know if lectures are compulsory uh, for medicine. Could I technically go through the le- recorded lectures without actually attending them? So first of all, um, I'm not sure if every uni does record lectures. So, thankfully, Leicester was one of the ones where, if we do miss a lecture for whatever reason it is, where they. Intentionally or unintentionally, um, you can actually go through them again without having to like look at someone else's notes. Um, so yeah, that's that's a good first thing first because I don't I'm not sure all unis do it, but obviously now the corona we don't know what's going on. So I think they will be doing it a lot more now at the unis. Um, but lectures are compulsory every. Um, what do they call it? Every teaching opportunity or learning event or timetable event is uh, compulsory for everyone to attend. Um, whether that be lectures or group work or 
clinical skills or CHGD sessions, clinical placements or whatever. Um, so yeah, they are compulsory. Uh, they're don't really want to um talk about more more than anything than that. There are loopholes, of course, as always. Um, people that want to miss things will find ways to miss things. People that want to um. People that have a certain attitude of things will manage to do whatever will manage to do certain things. Um, for me, I like I I've said many times before, lectures aren't my favorite thing, but I still attend them because, even though I may not be concentrating one hundred percent all the time, just me being in the lecture, it will kind of. Being in that kind of environment, will kind of guide me to actually learning whether if I'm at home just by myself, or if I'm in a side room with my friends, the temptation is kind of away from work rather than towards work. Uh, whereas if I'm in a lecture and I'm on my phone on browsing Instagram or wherever Reddit, um, the, everyone around me, there's 200 other people, and I'm in a lecture theatre where someone is teaching me something, So, and I am interested in what they're teaching. Um, it's, not, it's not that I'm not interested in it, but... Um, yeah, obviously sometimes you just get distracted and that kind of thing. So I feel like just being in a lecture is um a good idea for people um to do. Um Yeah. We'll, we'll move swiftly on from that. Hopefully I answered that well. Um someone else, I was wondering if you could tell me the names of some books you need to study for the first year. Um I'll just start reading one now as I have so much spare time. Um, just to see what it's like and get the hang of it before. Um, got a bit of a second part to it, but um, yeah. Uh, so some books to start for first year. To be honest, um, I also mentioned this before. I don't really, I didn't really do a lot of work in first year, um, and we don't really get, we do get recommended reading, but it's not like it's not required reading that you need to get this book out for you to pass the course. That's not how it is at all. It's more of reading around the subject. Um, so say we have a topic on epithelial cells. Um, the person who does the lecture, lecture three or whatever it is, at the end of the lecture, they might have recommended reading. So it's kind of essentially if... I'm not sure how many people actually do the recommended reading. Um, but yeah, because basically for our... For a lot of the units, we have workbooks, and within that, they give us pre-reading beforehand, and they might give you questions to do beforehand. Um, so that's kind of their preparation material. Um, and they also give a bunch of links as well, if you want to do the extra reading. Um, but usually, they, the, the pre-reading the pre that they have is quite good. Um, and a few of the units, they, the workbooks are very, very extensive. So, and obviously, the people who the doctors and the professors who actually write the workbooks, um, the leads of the units, they um, have got that material obviously from textbooks and from from their knowledge. Um, but it's heavily I think the majority of it must be from textbooks, um and from clinical clinical guidance. So for some units such um as our MSK and MEH units, our workbook is pretty much the Bible and you you don't really need to um look into any textbooks. Um, I, I don't think I've taken a single textbook out over the past two years, and I don't think I would need to. Um, yeah, it's it's not a situation where you need to study the the books. 
the books are there and the resources are there for you to use for your own, to, for you to gain your own understanding um further than the lectures and the group work um but yeah um Grey's Anatomy is an anatomy book that many people might use um I forgot there's a physiology book if you trying to figure out what um how to best to find out what books to use um yeah I don't really know because like I said we don't really use many books um so yeah I'm on my iPad right now so I'll just go on to one of the first units um so it's got a list of recommended reading page seven so textbook of medical physiology by Guyton and Hall um okay this is a good one actually Lippin Cotts illustrated reviews medical physiology um but like I said I don't I I I wouldn't personally I wouldn't recommend people to start reading books before you come into medicine um just to get a feel of it I, I don't even because unless you're going to go to a library and get a book out I don't even I'm not even sure if certain if normal libraries will have it they usually find in university libraries um I, I wouldn't recommend buying books and spending money on them um if you want to get a feel of um maybe medicine as a whole just go online um watch videos read blogs uh, from myself and other people that are doing medicine um and on medical topics there's plenty of stuff out there um you are student bmj they've got a bunch of stuff out i'm not sure if that's paid or free um i think some bits are free some bits are paid um also like i said you can just go on bbc health bbc science there's many science um sciencey kind of news um organizations um that kind of talk about obviously coronavirus is a big topic right now so you can literally just go up online and read a bunch up on that um also there's a lot of medical youtubers medical kind of people um online on youtube a lot of um, documentaries online um you can just go on bbc um junior doctors that'll give you a feel of the situation um there's also there's like a gps um gps what's the gp series on i think it's on channel four or on itv there's a and e there's ambulance so i i would recommend that pretty much um youtube you've got ali abdal um cambridge graduate you've got um medlife crisis he's a cardiologist up in london uh, up or down in london um quite interesting quite funny as well um so yeah that's that's my recommendations hopefully some books are in there um i'll type them in the links in the bio or links in like usually um description for videos and that kind of thing um this person also asks um i don't know if they wanted me to answer it on the podcast but yeah like i said i don't know how many people get get to this point would it be impossible to get married while studying medicine Maybe not in first year or second or third. Yeah, maybe. Third year sounds good to me, but is the work too much to get married? Um, I, don't, I don't know. Um, personally, uh, I'm not thinking about that for many, many years. Um, but I don't think it's impossible. Like if, you, if you really want to do it, I guess you can. Um, but it's like the whole money aspect of it. Like You need money. Like Wedding costs a lot of money. Um, 
I don't know how you're going to finance it unless you're going to get your parents to pay for it. Um, but like I said, personally, that's not, that's not my kind of a thing. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say it's impossible. Uh, you've got like, between our first and second years, we've got like three months of summer. Um, and from third year onwards, you've got like a month of summer and you've got holidays here and there. So I guess you could technically do it um, if you were if you're thinking about that. Um, the work isn't too much. Uh, you can make time for what you want to make time for, whether that's getting married, trying to organise a wedding or sports or TV or film. Uh, yeah, so hopefully that helps. Um, so the question, um, there will be someone who's hoping to apply for medicine and want to take my A-level exam this autumn. Um, so yeah, you get you UCAP, which is called now. Um, they give some of um their not advice, but what they're gonna do for the for the for the testing this year. I think it's starting later in the year. Um, but it's gonna finish before fifteenth October as usual. I think you can do it at home as well. How you can get relevant work experience. So I've just meant just seeing a couple of things. Um, one's called Observe GPs. It's it's an online thing. Um. And there's also another one as well. I forgot what it's called. But I'm gonna get that up. Um, it's called BSMS Virtual Work Experience. So I think it's Brighton and Sussex Medical School Virtual Work Experience. So if you just search that up, that's good. I've also mentioned um, uh, the YouTubers and the videos that I talked about. So it's kind of so basically when you're doing your personal statement, what for example, Leicester Uni are thinking about is. I don't know if this is word to word, but word for word, but this is what they kind of put in their um, guidance for students. You need to have an insight into what medicine actually is like, um, and that's why that's why you want to go for work experience. Work experience is not a tick box exercise where you say you got work experience and they're like, yeah, you you've got work experience. Well done, you're gonna get ten points for that. Um, that's not really how it works. You do work experience because you do it for a reason, and the reason is you want to learn more about medicine. What is medicine actually like? And you need to reflect on that. So what do doctors do in their day-to-day life? Um, what skills do you need? Do you have those skills? Do you need to improve on those skills? Um, why do you feel like you're a good fit? Um, for example, I saw a doctor do a certain clinical procedure. Um, I like the fact that it's hands-on. And I, I do art, I make sculpture or wherever. Um, and therefore, I'm a good fit. Um, and therefore, it's good. Um for example, I've watched this video from a medical YouTuber um, and they talked about this certain topic and I was interested in that topic so I decided to do more reading up on it. Um, like I said, there's a bunch of documentaries and stuff online. Coronavirus is a big topic right now. I think BBC Panorama, they've got like four different episodes on it. Um, just kind of become a more rounded individual and it's not just about shadowing a doctor um, I think I mentioned it in my first statements I watched a BBC, another BBC documentary called Surgeons um, it's very very interesting um, maybe I might be a surgeon in the future um, well, like, th- there's so much stuff out there um, just go search for it um, just go on YouTube like I said a bunch of medical YouTubers are there and um, I think you can even search for surgeries online um, and yeah I, a lot of the doctors do like day in the life vlogs medical students do day in the life vlogs of what their day what their days are like so that's 
that's insight that's insight into what it's actually like to, um to study and whether you're whether you've kind of fit in within that also you can get a job in the summer like i, like I was trying to find a job but it's kind of difficult right now but you can get a job you can volunteer um there was the nhs volunteering thing that was going around but um i checked that out for my area and it was kind of full um but yeah there's, there's so many opportunities out there you just gotta um be open and you can literally apply for like a job at mcdonald's and that's good enough for for um medical admissions if you've learned something from that and if you show that you learn transferable skills to medicine such as communication team working um, all that kind of thing um so kind of maybe the last question right now um i think i've answered this before but um this person is currently choosing a combination and deciding between city living and the old Bishuna village would it be possible to still make friends and have a good social life if I were to go city living, which is of course closer to the campus? Um, yeah, I didn't live in either city living or Audrey Village. I've lived at home. Um, I think I'm completely fine and I've, I think I've got a good social life. Um, like I said, it's, it's based on what you want. So, and I've said this in, in this podcast even, you find what you want. Um, so if you want to be going out every evening, every Friday, every Saturday, every Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, whatever it is, you will make that happen. Whether you're living in city or they're living in Oldby, you will find that. Um, uni is a place where pretty much whatever you find, whatever you're looking for, you can find. So it is possible to make friends and have a good social life because whether you're in Opal Court or Nixon Court or in more of the town centre, city living, there's medics everywhere. Um and you're living with, in those places, three to four to five people even, um, so you can make friends with them, uh, you can, yeah, like, you make friends, we're, we're in uni every day from, if you're in first year, nine to one, if you're in second year, two to six, and there's 300 people there, um, if you want to make friends with them, go for it, um, and then you've got second years that come in, you've got revision societies, you've got normal societies where you can make friends, You've got um, kind of like the medical kind of societies. You've got the sports societies. You've got your just general interest societies. So, yeah, I don't think that's an issue at all. Um, so, yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking for one of the questions. Um... Has anyone heard anything about what Leicester's doing with the coronavirus situation? Some unions said have said they'll have lectures online next year. And if we don't meet the A-level grades this year, will they defer the offer? So I don't really know about deferring the offer. Um, but we got an email the other day. Um, so how it is is that the university as a whole makes decisions. And at the med school, medicine is very different to other ones. So the med school makes their own kind of like decisions that have their has their own procedures and ways of doing things. So we got an email saying from next year it's kind of more of a flexible plan for for like teaching. So everyone will be in Leicester but it just depends on certain sessions and certain things. You may be in lectures and you may be having digital um learning. So it's based upon based upon like flexibility. Um, so they've said small and medium group work um, tutorial seminars will run face to face and or be live cast online so like I said the medical school hasn't given us 
um, specifics, but they probably will be um, when maybe in the next couple of weeks, definitely before the year starts. So, if you have small, this is from the uni and is university wide. Smaller group, small and medium group sessions which we have, um, are either face to face, and or live cast online. Larger lectures are delivered by live cast, so online, and or recorded, so you can watch it whenever you feel like it. Um, starts in good. Um, if you give us another email again, which I'm just gonna have a quick look through right now. Um, so like I said, it's kind of it's. It it's kind of a combination of both face to face and online. Um, I feel like lectures are fine online, but it's like kind of like the social aspect of lectures is quite a big thing. Um, so I think it just depends on the situation and maybe if like if there's an outbreak, in campus, um, like a local thing like they said with like, the test and trace thing maybe, um, a certain area where they have to kind of lock down. So if if that's kind of a situation then it moved to online and if if there's not a lot of infection in the area then maybe everything will be on face to face so it's kind of like an evolving situation um and it's kind of what they've kind of put in is that like I said, that flexibility so if it needs to be you're going to be online and if it needs to be you'll be doing it um face to face so yeah i'll try to keep that updated as as and when we know um, I'm pretty sure, obviously I'm in third year, so I'll get third year, I'm sorry, I'm moving to third year, I'm in second year right now, but we'll get specific emails for that, um, and I think the first years are in right now, we'll get specific emails, and people that have got offers and are in this year, they will get to know that, um, in due course, so, hopefully everyone can relax, everyone's not too stressed at the moment. Um. Yeah, so stay safe, take care of that out there. Um, and as usual, if anyone has any questions regarding applying for medicine, studying for medicine, anything like that, mzl underscore eighteen on Instagram, email more dot answer at gmail dot com. Check out Medium, Muhammad um, Logat on that. You can probably search we answer and it'll come up. Medium dot com slash at mzlogat for articles and yeah hopefully everyone enjoys enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next time bye